Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go over to the Epic Company's hotline right now. Bring on Mark Willard out in the uh, Bay Area as the San Francisco 49ers are getting camp going right now as the uh, NFL is back in tow. We have uh, made it to another football season. Congratulations to everybody out there, including Mark Willard, who joins us now on the Epic Company's hotline. Congratulations, Mark. You've made it to football season. We can all breathe again, right? My gosh. I mean, I can only speak for us out here in the Bay Area. I don't know how much your listeners follow this, but if I have to talk, about Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole with the Warriors anymore. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Let's play some football. That was the punch heard around the world for an entire year, it, it seems like. Oh, it's probably yeah. coming up on the year anniversary of that, actually. Yeah, it was in training camp, which would have been in, you know, like October, maybe even a little bit earlier, September, October, mm-hmm. when that happened last year, and it is still resonating. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, uh Thank you, 49ers, and thank you, weird quarterback situation, because that's what people want to talk about now. And that's what we want to talk about. So we won't ask you any more questions about Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Might throw a uh, potential uh, Giants question at you, but uh, mostly 49ers here with you. I'm sure it's crazy yeah. right now for the uh, the Bay Area as the 49ers, who are, I mean, probably second favorite behind the Eagles in terms of favorite to win the NFC uh, for this season. But you mentioned a weird quarterback situation there. Obviously, Trey Lance is one of them, Brock Purdy as well. Uh, but Purdy was cleared completely 100% yesterday by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Is that correct? There's no restrictions for him? Well, essentially, yes, which is, which is sort of the, the first part of the, the oddity of all of this because uh, that's not what people have been saying. That's not what doctors have been saying. Nobody thought they would just show up and camp would open, and they'd be like, yeah, he's fine. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was not supposed to be that quick or that easy. Um, but essentially, what they said yesterday is he is completely cleared to practice. They're going to slow play it a little bit, so they're not going to overdo it. I think that every third day of practice, he'll take the day off. So he'll kind of be uh, at two-thirds uh, of the practices, and then – that's where Trey Lance and Sam Darnold will, will come into play and get first-team reps when, uh, when he's not in there. But they also added that probably in about two weeks is when they think they will completely even, even take that restriction off, which is before they even play their first preseason game. So um, I, I guess the best way to say it is Purdy's off-season rehab went absolutely as well as anybody could have hoped. Yeah, Mark, and I wanted to stay right there in the quarterback room. Obviously, like you mentioned, that's what everyone wants to talk about. So it sounds like it's going to be Brock Purdy, as you just said. He's he's healthy. So now the question becomes, especially for us around here in Fargo, who's the backup going to be? And if it, you know, if it's Sam Darnold, or I should say, what does Kyle Shanahan think of Sam Darnold, and who do you think the backup will be? Well, right now what they're going to say publicly is that Sam Darnold and Trey Lance will split all reps behind Brock Purdy, and they will split – first-team reps when Brock Purdy is not out there. Um, is there some politics to that? Yeah, probably. I, I don't necessarily know what's going on inside Kyle's head, 
with regard to who's the two right now. But I'll just say this. I have wondered all along how and why Sam Darnold was signed so quickly on day one of free agency uh, that you could look at that and say, well, you didn't know if Brock Purdy was going to be fully healthy, and maybe that's true back then. But I look at it from the perspective of Sam. How did they get Darnold, who clearly would have had options elsewhere, how did they get him to say yes without probably at least indicating that he'd have a very good shot to be the number two? Uh, Furthermore, while many are still saying, gosh, this was the number three pick in the draft, how do you not uh, owe it to Trey Lance to, to, to put him out there and see what he can do as the one? The 49ers aren't even promising him the two. Which, which tells me that there is still some sort of massive hesitation there. I think there's openness for Trey to be the two, but I, I think there are indications and, uh, and thoughts from those in league circles uh, that the 49ers have always really liked Sam Darnold, and there's a reason they brought him in. Makes sense, and I was surprised how, how quickly it happened, too, and especially with Sam Donald, I would think, wanting a chance to start. That really wasn't going to be the case, most likely, uh, there in San Francisco. Again, Mark Willard with us, host at 95.7 The Game, Willard and Dibs, 2 to 6 p.m. weekdays out there in San Francisco covering the 49ers. Nice enough to give us some time as uh, the 49ers open up training camp. So with that being said, I, I we have said it already during the show, I, I totally get why Purdy's the number one. He, what he did last year, he absolutely has earned that. We are not wishing for Brock Purdy to get hurt, but we know the situation and what it's been with the 49ers the last handful of years. There's a reason he even got into the games last year because he was like the third or fourth guy to get into games last year because of other injuries. What's the likelihood that you you think Trey Lance sees the field at some point this season? Well, I I mean, again, based on history, it's certainly like 49er fans and followers have gotten used to uh, or you're going to need all your quarterbacks. Um, but I, I still sort of come from the camp of that's, that's a little quirky or unlucky or circumstantial. I don't think it's an automatic that if you put the jersey on as a quarterback, you're just going to get hurt. Like, that's the way it works. So we'll see. Um, I don't buy into the theory that Kyle Shanahan does something systematically that, that gets quarterbacks hurt. Um, but, sure, that's what's happened in the past. Brock Birdie is not a big, huge, strong guy um, and and not an experienced guy. So could that lead to an opportunity for Trey? It certainly could. I don't even know if he's going to be the guy that goes in there if Brock Birdie gets hurt, as we sort of just discussed. But I'll say it this way. I do think the avenue, probably the best thing that could happen for Trey, is if Birdie does suffer some sort of a minor injury. He misses, let's say, two games. Trey goes out and does very well in those two games. And even if Purdy is everything he appeared to be last year and remains the 49er quarterback for the future, what Trey needs to do is he needs to put something on tape that really makes the league get excited again. It doesn't take much. It's how Jimmy Garoppolo ended up in San Francisco. Uh, We've seen it other places around the league. If the view is that you've got a guy you're not using who can really play, the league will get interested. And so I think that, uh, like you said, no one wishes for injury, but if Trey can get an opportunity and put something nice on tape that looks consistent, then he's going to get his chance, whether it's here or somewhere else. And I don't know how people out there feel about this, but 
I mean, I, obviously, we hope that something like that happens, as we know Trey. We're following Trey. We hope the very best for him, right? And again, you don't hope injuries on anyone, but you hope Trey gets a chance just to show something. Because it's not for, – for Trey, and maybe people out there think differently, fans, but it's not like he's done anything bad or anything to be like, nope, move off, he's bad. It's not like it was Marcus Mariota that didn't work out and then he kind of got a chance and then it, with the Raiders and then he got another chance with the Falcons last year because he showed something on tape. It's like Trey hasn't even gotten a chance to prove he can or can't do it really at the NFL level. People out here see it exactly the way you're saying it. Nobody is holding anything against Trey Lance. Nobody has made up their mind in either direction, which is kind of why it's, it's, it's frustrating and, and unique. Because when you draft someone third overall, it's unprecedented to just be like, and then we're never even going to go see what he can do. Um, but I think we also understand the circumstances at play um, in that somebody else stepped forward, who's also a young player, did, did really great things, and you can't, you owe it to your locker room to start that guy. So no one thinks Trey is a bust. Or, 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 you know, has done something wrong. I will say this, though. When you're the third overall pick, and let's say you get to this point, and, and, and you, you're not even promised the, the backup job, something in practice or behind the scenes is happening that is not impressing the 49er brass. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? I, 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 I think that if I had to guess, based on their play calling and, 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 you know, what we've seen, I think Trey is maybe not quite as dynamic with his legs as they thought he was going to be. I think that there are some accuracy concerns. But some of those things are things that can get worked through when you get your chance to play. And he hasn't had that through all the circumstances we've just discussed. But, uh, you know, if, if your listeners and everybody, all the fans out there, are worried that something's being held against Trey in an unfair way, that's not the case. It's very, very circumstantial. It's really unfortunate for Trey, um, but I think a lot of people out here still very much believe, you know, he's he's going to get his chance at some point. We just don't know if it's going to be here. Yeah, and speaking of that, Mark, I wanted to, you know, kind of speculate a little bit. Let's. Just, I know there's a million scenarios that could play out this year, but let's just say Trey does sit. He's the two or the three, whatever, doesn't play much. Next offseason, I mean, there's the trade market at that point, I got to imagine, would be pretty small. Do you see them in his fourth year just sitting as a backup once again, or does something else happen there? Well, you know, there's a bunch of things that go into play going into next year. Obviously, for a first-round draft pick, you're going into year four. That's the, the time where you've got to pick up the fifth-year option or not. The scenario you laid out, I'm imagining the 49ers would not. And so you're right, like a trade market, probably wouldn't develop because I think the thought is people believe he would just be sitting there available uh, the year after that. Uh, so uh, th there are a few things that have to go into that. Does Trey get an opportunity? And, and if he does, does he look good? Because as we said, that would create a, a, a trade market. Uh, and what do the 49ers see behind the scenes uh, during that time? Uh, as far as his development, because if they get excited about his development and, uh, if, you know, there are uh, other injuries at the position or, or what have you, you know, they might be more incentivized to keep him. So those are all questions that, uh, that need to unfold. 
but the bottom line is this for Trey Lance. If Brock Purdy goes out and has a good year, you know, that's the guy that they're going to put their financial and, and playing time energy into going forward. So, uh, yeah, something, something's got to happen either out front or behind the scenes that helps create a buzz for, for Trey Lance so that, they can, uh, so that they can find the right spot for him. One more thought on the quarterback situation from me, and I don't think we've ever asked you this, and it just kind of popped in my mind. Obviously, obviously what Brock Purdy did last year was crazy. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant, you come in, probably no expectations, and he performed and performed well. There was games they were down, and he brought him back to win playoff games. He was, was great. How long is the leash? Because I think we all are wondering, can he back it up? You know, Can, can he do it again? How long is that leash? Let's say the first two weeks go bad. Let's say the first three weeks go bad. At what point do you think it would be like, okay, he was a seventh pick for a reason or seventh round pick for a reason? Maybe we should see what Trey has. Like, just you know what I'm saying? How long would that leash be? It's a really interesting question. I think it's longer than what you're sort of indicating right now. I don't think this is a two to three week question, um, and, and the circumstances are also how are they feeling about who is the number two? Whether that's Trey. Lance or, or, or Sam Darnold or, or whatever, but I, I feel like the, the, the 49ers schedule would need to at least be five to six weeks in, and things would need to not only be going poorly as far as their record, uh, but they would have to really feel like they were going poorly in terms of, of Brock Purdy's performance. But, but I, I, I think they're smart enough to know that while they're excited by what they saw last year, is still a very young player. And, and, and so, yes, this can go many different ways. Um, the 49ers had an advantageous schedule the second half of the year last year. Um, you know, they, they, were, they did not have to travel much, and their road games were nearby. Christian McCaffrey showed up. There were a lot of good things happening around Brock. If those things are not that way this year and, uh, and he looks different, yeah, I, I, I think there is an understanding and an openness to the QB position going a different way, and I feel like it's somewhere in that five- to seven-week period of, of the season because that's the 49ers have shown the last couple of years you can mess those first six games up and then still come back and, and, and make it to the end of the playoffs. Uh, you can't go eight to ten. So, um, so, so I feel like it's somewhere in that range. Well, Mark, I'm sure you're, you'll continue to talk about this for the next at least month. So let's move on to a different topic that you also might be talking about for a long time, and that's been something that's been kind of making news, at least it was with Nick Bosa and the fact that he's sitting out. Where do we stand with that and your thoughts on, and you know, does he show up? Yeah, I don't think there's much stress around this, at least not yet. Um, but I was told yesterday that Bosa and the 49ers are, uh, are, are, are probably not very close financially right now. However, I think that both sides are coming from a very respectful place. There's a lot of communication. I think everybody knows Nick is about to be the highest paid defensive player in the game. Um, that's the way this works. He's definitely he's going to get that, 30 mil a year or, or whatever. The Niners have budgeted for that. They know that. Um, they have earned the trust of their fan base when it comes to a drafted player playing well, getting a second contract. If you look at their history, they've done it with all of them. They did it with George Kittle. They did it with Fred Warner. 
Um, you know, they, they like they're going to. They did it with Debo Samuel, even when that got a little rough. So um, that's their way, and and they will do it again here. And there's no stress on uh, a July Wednesday about Nick Bosa. If we're still having this conversation in a week and a half, I might give you a different answer. But my expectation is they'll get that done, and uh, and he'll be in camp uh, within a week or less. And if he's in camp, Mark Willard will be in camp covering it for uh, 95.7 The Game, covering the San Francisco 49ers here with us on the Epic Companies Hotline. Mark, always appreciate your time, sir. Uh, really good insight, and uh, definitely be following along with the 49ers out there this season. And uh, who knows? You never know with that uh, quarterback situation if Trey Lance sees the field. So thanks for the time. Yeah, guys, call me anytime. I'm sure uh, this thing is going to keep evolving quickly. So anytime. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.